This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 2nd, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Vilsack, my plan will cut food prices. Ours ripped the plan, and administration pushed on Roundup case. Price relief possible by the end of 2022, according to Vilsack. President Biden is putting new emphasis on addressing inflation as his poll numbers continue to slump. But relief should be on the way by the end of the year when it comes to food prices. That according to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. Vilsack said the strategy that he announced of transforming the U.S. food system should start to bring prices down by increasing competition in the processing sector. To the extent that you increase competition, increase capacity, increase supply, you're going to, over time, I think, impact and affect prices. Vilsack spoke with reporters yesterday after a speech at Georgetown University. Will this be done in the next month or two? No. Can it be done as we get into the tail end of 2022 and 23? I think so. But Vilsack made clear he wants to avoid the risk of subsidizing excess processing capacity, hurting existing businesses. Vilsack said the department will consider the economic viability of the 250 meat and poultry processing projects that are already seeking funding from USDA. That will be part of the judgment that we make in making decisions about where those resources go, he said. So what's new in Vilsack's plan? Much of what's in the plan, Vilsack laid out yesterday, had already been announced, including the funding of meat processing expansion, but several major aspects were new. The new initiatives include $600 million for food supply chain improvements outside of meat and poultry processing, $400 million for regional business centers, $300 million for organic agriculture transition, and $155 million to expand an initiative to provide more retail grocery options in inner city and rural areas considered food deserts. Republicans call the plan misguided and wishful thinking. The top Republican of the House and Senate Ag Committees laid into Vilsack's plan in separate statements yesterday afternoon. Increasing spending on organic initiatives and rooftop gardens while placing misguided blame on corporations and agribusinesses will not increase domestic food production, said Pennsylvania Representative Glenn G.T. Thompson. His counterpart of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman of Arkansas, said the plan represented, quote, misplaced priorities and wishful thinking. Bozeman said much of this framework is merely a repackaging of previously announced initiatives that will receive one-time funding provided for COVID relief, Bozeman said. Now keep in mind, Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan championed the funding and policy priorities that make up much of Vilsack's plans. She said the spending will, quote, lower costs and build a food system that is fairer for consumers and better for the men and women who power our food economy. Wheat growers to Department of Justice talk to USDA. The National Association of Wheat Growers is urging the Biden administration to get USDA input in a Supreme Court case that could affect continued use of Roundup. Vilsack told the Senate Ag Committee last week he wasn't consulted about the Justice Department's decision to file a brief in a case involving the herbicide. 
The National Association of Wheat Growers earlier signed on to a letter from more than 50 ag groups asking the administration to withdraw the Solicitor General's brief that recommends denial of a petition from Monsanto. The dangerous reversal in position defies federal pesticide law, decreases access for farmers and other users to much-needed tools to produce food, fiber, and fuel safely and sustainably, and presents threats to a science-based regulation and international trade, according to the National Association of Wheat Growers. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. Edge believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ukraine and Poland work to streamline grain trade. Ukrainian and Polish government representatives met with railroad executives and other industry officials recently in the Polish port city of Gdynysk to work out logistical and bureaucratic hurdles that have snarled Ukrainian grain exports, according to the Ukrainian Agriculture Ministry. Poland agreed to install more customs and grain inspections personnel at the busiest port crossings and extend operating hours at the sites. That, according to Ukrainian Agriculture Ministry, the agency says the efforts should open new routes, new routes to three Polish ports, including Gdynysk. GAO says better collaboration needed on global food security efforts. The federal agencies responsible for implementing the U.S. global food security strategy could do a better job of coordinating their efforts in countries around the world, that according to the Government Accountability Office. USDA, USAID, the State Department, and the Treasury Department were all involved in carrying out the strategy. The report says agencies, quote, don't necessarily even make their spending information easily available to other agencies, which can lead to duplicated or overlapping efforts. WOTUS Roundtable focuses on Southwest. Another virtual roundtable examining regulation of waters of the U.S. is on tap for today. This one focused on issues important to the Southwest. The events organized by the Arizona Farm Bureau and includes the New Mexico Association of Conservation Districts, Colorado Ag Water Alliance, and the Rio Grande Headwaters Restoration Projects. The roundtable is the third of ten organized by different groups. The next one, set for Monday, is organized by the Kansas Livestock Association. And why they matter? Well, EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers say they'll use input from the roundtables in writing a new, durable WOTUS definition. And that determines the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. Here's today's He Said It. It may be weak, but it's a beginning, and we have to work with it. That former Montana Democratic Senator Max Baucus, who offered unenthusiastic support for the Biden administration's Indo-Pacific economic framework during a webinar hosted by Farmers for Free Trade. 
the framework won't lower tariffs, something that the U.S. ag sector craves. But it could reassert U.S. leadership in Asia, and that's something the administration should be commended for, he said. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 2nd, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.